The IBM Cloud Podcast, coming to you every show with information about new capabilities and releases. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the IBM Cloud Podcast. We are hosts from the offerings team here at IBM Cloud. My name is Ian Lynch. And I'm Steve Choquette. And today we have as our guest, Nico Franson. Now, Nico is... Uh, kind of an exception to what we normally do. We don't normally bring in business partners. In fact, I think we only did it maybe once in 40 or so episodes. So, Nico, you're special. So, welcome. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Now, Nico is with Even uh, if we had Steve, even if we had 100 business partners, Nico would still be special. He is still <laughs> special. It's Nico. good to know you're still special. Um, so, Nico is with Proficient. And I think that, you know, it wouldn't hurt for us for you to tell us, you know, maybe what you do for Proficient, and who in the world is Proficient? What do they do? Yeah, so thank, again, thanks for having me today. Um, I, I am a senior technical architect. It's a fancy way to you know, say I build you know, AI solution um, for, you know, uh, for my customers. And uh, Proficient is um, a system integrator, IT consulting firm uh, of about 3,000 you know, professionals across you know, uh, the U.S. Uh, I'm part of a smaller team of you know, 30 professionals that you know, only uh, specifically delivers you know, artificial intelligence solutions. I love how you say that, Nico, how we're 30 or so professionals who only implement AI. That's huge, buddy. You should, you know, you yeah, should like give yourself more kudos only for that. implement AI. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm glad that you back. pointed out the fact that you're an architect, which I'm assuming means you're quite technical, Nico. So this episode, as you know, is all around unlocking the value of your data. Um, and when we talk about that, for me, it always seems like, you know, it's a bit of a marketing spin. But realistically, there is so much value in behind the data that we have out there today, even the data that even value and insights that we don't even know we can unlock from this data. So Enterprises and they hear about other enterprises unlocking this data, but not everyone is able to do it just as easy. So where are enterprises actually struggling these days with their data? Yes. Yeah, so we see a lot of customers that uh, know they have a big data problem. They have a lot of data. They log and gather a whole lot of data. They have big you know, BI system in place, but uh, where they struggle the most is with the large amounts of unstructured data uh, that they have. Uh, they are very, very familiar with building um, analytic system around structure, mm. you know, uh, structured data, sorry. Row column, yeah. Right. Um, but the biggest challenge that they face is um, the largest amount of data that they actually store is unstructured. And be able to gain insights out of that data means using new technologies like artificial intelligence. And there's a number of different, you know, ways you can approach um, analyzing unstructured data um, to unlock, you know, its full potential and really start to get insight and, you know, drive um, decisions out of it. So let's bring all these real life decisions then actually back into real life examples more to, more to say. So... I want to understand how we always say that, oh, AI can transform business. But how, Nico? How are we actually doing this? Do we have some examples where you're like, okay, applying AI sounds great, sounds very marketing, we're doing this amazing job. But have you got any examples where it really works and you're really happy to tell people about? Yep. So it, it can be... I love how you say that. Uh, yep. So confident. Yeah, like, sure. It works every day. Well, it's AI, I, I, right? I, 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 do, I do get that question a lot. Okay. Um, and, and I don't want to give you the answer that it depends, but um, it the depends. answer can be very simple as uh, there's very easy ways you can get introduced to artificial intelligence you know, today. Um, starting with 
you know, audio or video, you're trying to understand and transcribe, you know, what is being said. It's, it is using artificial intelligence, you know, behind the scene. You don't need large amounts of data to use artificial intelligence. You can just use the voice of your customer to start transcribing and analyzing what they're saying. Now, if we're looking at the other end of artificial intelligence and when it comes to, you know, big data promise, customers have logged transcripts of, you know, their customers for, for many years. And they've only been able to tap into maybe 5 or 10% of those transcripts to manually parse and understand and anecdotally um, define what customers are saying, how customers are feeling, for example, you know, in a call center. Uh, now with artificial intelligence, you're able to scale and parse 100% of mm-hmm your customers, you know, interactions and really uh, drive insights, you know, out of that. And you're able to do it in a matter of minutes or hours, whereas before you needed a team of 15 people for two weeks to analyze, you know, a thousand transcripts. Now you can analyze 10,000 or 50,000 transcripts in a matter of a couple hours because of the way AI can scale and especially, you know, on the cloud. So it's fair to say, right, that AI has really helped enable business transformation and we hear this all the time right so besides the whole marketing spiel behind it and thinking that oh yeah this is great we're innovating with ai what real life examples have you seen and have you actually worked with hands-on you know what nico what do you find that's kind of cool and you kind of thought wow that's they've actually used ai to do this and i didn't think they could do it that way there's there has to be hundreds right there are hundreds, but the, the two that come to mind, um, you know, first of all, is one that's becoming very, very popular that we're seeing all over the place is you know, virtual agents. You're able to converse um, with a machine and really have natural you know, conversations. And this is where we're seeing um, the most interest in the marketplace. The technology has matured to the point where you can build very complex uh, agents able to understand multiple intents um, and really have those natural conversations. Um, the other, the other use case that I'm seeing is really the evolution of um, you know machine learning uh, platforms and the way open source has helped, uh, especially uh, comes to mind. You know, TensorFlow, the ability to build very complex uh, machine learning algorithm um, and predictive analytics models. Uh, very quickly, and with the power of the cloud, you can do this, again, in a matter of, you can train uh, a machine learning algorithm in a matter of hours, whereas before, uh, it would take you, you know, weeks or a month, you know, to achieve this. Um, and because of the way you can do this and iterate very quickly, you're able to explore and uh, find uh, new insights in your data, you know, much more quickly than you were able to do before. So, for example, like, uh, so could a virtual agent, hang on, Steve, oh, hang no. on, hang on. So could a virtual agent replace a host of a podcast? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Don't let him say yes. <laughs> I know. Should I have asked that question? Don't ask right that here? one. So um, <laughs> you, you threw me off there with yeah. that question. Now I've, I've lost my job. Um, don't worry, Steve. You still have the job. It's go. okay for now. Okay, Nico hasn't there we built go. it yet. So are the tools getting simpler for a non-data scientist to be able to do that. So, for example, could I take a set of transcripts and suck them in to and, and build a model around it to tell me kind of where my customers are feeling, maybe these 10,000 transcripts or something. Could I suck it in 
and determine how they're feeling or, or how to answer things without my being a data scientist? Yes, um, uh, very much so. It's becoming very easy. Um, now, obviously, you need... Um, it is useful to have you know, some technical expertise to connect you know, some of those different tools. Um, uh, but the, the platforms um, and the toolings you know, that are put in place uh, make it very easy for you to analyze you know, large data set, understand in your example, uh, you know, sentiment, uh, tone or emotions you know, shared by customers uh, in those transcripts. And also with um, the availability now of you know, pre-trained machine learning, uh, models like natural language processing, um, you're able to even gain insights into things you didn't know existed. Uh, so you don't necessarily need to train um, your AI solution for things you're looking for. Um, you have now the ability to find things you didn't know exist. And I think the power of AI to be able to highlight things that you didn't know exist, uh, find a needle in a haystack, find anomalies or trends you didn't know existed, I think is really the, the power of um, behind data-driven um, you know, decisions. So uh, in, in an interesting way, there's a change 10, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, I guess, it would be possible for the executives leading a company not to know that there was bad discussion about it on them on social media that that you know everybody was saying things about them that were not good but today it sounds like there's really no excuse for uh, a leader of a company one not only to know what's trending and what people are saying about their company but to be on top of things and either you know snap it down do something as right. quickly if it turns out to be not positive and maybe 10 years ago it it didn't matter as much because social media was still in its you know uh, early days. But now we're seeing again and again companies that get hammered by social media events that they didn't expect or didn't see coming and didn't react quickly enough. So I'm going to back up a little bit. Uh, so we talked about AI and data and transforming your business and you know all of that. Um, it seems to me that there ought to be somewhere in, in, in there's a scale. And, and I don't know what that scale looks like, but somewhere there's a scale that on the left side of it are people whose data is not ready, the people aren't ready, they don't have the capacity, uh, they're just not ready to go. And then on the other side, maybe you've got your superstar. You know, you've got this company that that is using, I don't think anybody exists that does this, but you've got a company that's using AI in every aspect of their business, not just automation, but uh, just throwing out intelligence in front of and insights in front of their leaders even before they ask, what does the scale look like? What is, I mean, where are most people that you guys have seen in Proficient? And, um, you know, what does that scale look like? What can somebody do from going to, say, point B to point D? So, so first of all, those AI heroes. Um, AI we, heroes, we, yeah, <laughs> right? I like that. We, we, we don't tend to talk to them too much because, you know, we're here to help, you know, those that don't know where to start. Um, and, and, and I can think of a few companies already that, that are there, like, you know, Facebook, you know, Netflix, uh, you know, Zillow's, you know, big data companies that really have infused AI, you know. And they almost, almost only exist because right. of it. And, and the, correct. And they are successful because of it. You know, they only they exist and they're thriving um, today because of it. Uh, so they were early adopters that you know are now thriving in the marketplace because you know they believed in innovation and investing into um, a new technology like artificial intelligence. 
So we use those examples for customers to tell them um, things are still uh, in their early days with artificial intelligence. Um, a lot of it, you know, the, the marketplace is changing rapidly, but you, you don't need to wait another five years to start investing and deploying artificial intelligence. Um, it takes time um, to train and nurture an artificial intelligence solution. Uh, the marketplace and has come a long way to provide and facilitate that transition and allow people to um, to start um, with artificial intelligence. And we help customer uh, going through what we call this cognitive journey. Right? Uh, they 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 don't have anything today. They don't know where to start. And um, we always tell them, don't boil the o- the, the ocean. Uh, start small. Prove value. Be successful. Um, Fail occasionally, but learn what works, and you know build build on top of that. Um, and that's really important uh, because artificial intelligence can be a little overwhelming. Um, and you know, for, for 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 some folks, you know, like people have different perception of what artificial intelligence is. So a lot of a lot of the time where we start is by educating customers. Uh, of what artificial intelligence is, where others have been successful, um, and how they can get started uh, small by looking at you know where we can add value with the existing um, you know with the existing technology um, you know today. We work with them to educate them, um, understand their different use cases, understand where value can be driven with artificial intelligence, and define a strategy and a roadmap. Um, that they can follow and use as a guideline um, um, to to be successful in the next, you know, like two two to five years. So baby steps, always baby steps. You know, you know what, guys, this reminds me of. It reminds me of back four or five years ago when we started to introduce people into the cloud. So that first steps you make to cloud, and we handheld clients to make sure that they were up and running. And now today, it's kind of cloud capabilities is nearly a necessity or it's a given. And we all know AI is going the same way. So what happens, Nico, to the guys that are sitting here listening to this today, thinking, going, right, we know 100% we need to adopt something AI. They already went through cloud, potentially cloud transformation over the years. What are the general roadblocks that people are hitting or what's the big stumbling blocks that they're getting as they're making that transition across to leveraging AI? Because the world you talked about, right, is perfect. But I'm sure the transition to get there or the road to get there is not always easy. And sure, we have Nico to help us along yeah. the way, but I, 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 I try to help um, yeah, as nice. much so as, much as I can. You to be a helpful person. <laughs> um, I try, guys. <laughs> the, the, the major roadblock, for, first of all, we're still seeing customers that are having challenges moving to the cloud. Uh, and obviously, um, we, we see cloud being a necessity for being um, successful with artificial intelligence. Uh, because you cannot scale a system the way the cloud can, and AI needs to be able to scale um, with with your data. Um, so the, one of the biggest hurdles that we see at first is customers that are still early in their cloud journey, um, but yet want to get started with you know artificial intelligence because they understand the need to um, to start to innovate, to start to understand what artificial intelligence can do for them and to show value. Uh, the next one is to actually be able to get, 
you know, support, you know, C-level, you know, like support. We, we see the most successful implementations, you know, with our customers where um, the, the, the real decision makers are driving the need uh, for change uh, within, you know, their, you know, their companies. And finally, I think the, the third main blocker that I, that I see is once we do get started with those baby steps uh, with customers and we have defined you know, a strategy and we start implementing uh, an AI you know, proof of concept for them, it's that they realize that AI is not just a turnkey solution. Um, there's a, there are a few niche um, uh, solutions that exist out there that you can just you know turn on uh, speech to text, text to speech. You can use those you know very easily. They're pre-trained machine learning um, uh, models that are becoming more and more accurate that you can just use as is. Um, but when you want to understand uh, your call drivers in a call center, uh, you have to train your AI solution uh, to understand those you know particular topics um, and concepts that your customers are expressing, and. Training an AI system is what we're seeing, you know, the most, um, you know, challenging with customer. They think they buy Watson, for example, and they just plug it in and it works, right? Yeah, it is. Vacuum um, cleaner works they, just They've like seen the that, commercials, yeah. you know, a couple of times, you know, they, they, they believe in it. They were, they were, they were sold. And then we come in and we tell them, you know, it's going to take time to, to train, um, you know, essentially you're, you're working with a five-year-old that's, you know, you know, new to the world and that has everything to learn, you know, very eager to learn, but has everything to learn. And you kind of have to, to nurture um, that training process. Um, now, the benefit of doing that is that uh, you train it once and, you know, you, you provide feedback over time, but then it can scale to a thousand, you know, um, people, you know, and and processing your, your your data and understanding what your customer is saying, providing uh, uh, predictions or insights in, into your data. So, really, the power of of training is that you can train it once, and especially with um, comes to mind um, virtual you know virtual agents. Uh, you can train your virtual agents once and then deploy it on you know twenty different channels, right? Through through text, through your IVR, through you know Facebook Messenger, through you know your um, your website through your mobile app, um, so it really becomes uh, you know the the need that you know that roadblock that I was just talking about of educating the customer around the need to train uh, your AI system. You can use AI as is. There's you know pre-trained offerings that work great, um, some visual recognition, understanding your objects. But if you have I think where you get the most power um, and the most value out of artificial intelligence is when you you train it for your needs and where it's going to really provide you know the outcomes uh, that are going to you know provide value to your business. All right, so so Nico, you've talked to um, to Ian and talked about the blockers, you know, where companies get stuck moving into artificial intelligence. I want to flip that over now. You had talked about uh, you know take baby steps, uh, proof of concepts, and things like that. Uh, both Ian and I have new babies in our lives. So Ian has a new daughter, and I have a new granddaughter. And so we understand this well, or we will understand soon this concept of baby steps. They're still a little too little, but let's pretend that we're talking about AI instead, uh, even though I'm about ready to pull pictures out. But okay, let's talk about AI anyway. And um uh, Tell me what are the best practices somebody might follow. So how can I zoom right through any sort of blocker and just go right to the head of the class, be the AI hero, like you said earlier? Right. So 
and that that's where we really come in and start helping our customers. Um, you know, we we start with educating them about you know the capabilities of artificial intelligence, but most importantly is to try to understand and define um, a strategy and roadmap for them to start using artificial intelligence. Um, it's it's the ability to go and look at your use case, understand where AI can drive value, and start uh, with those low-hanging fruits uh, where you can really drive value. Because before you're going to invest uh, a lot of time and money into um, a rapidly evolving you know, technology like artificial intelligence, you want to make sure you can show that you're being successful with it and that you're heading in the right direction. So baby steps are very important. And we always recommend that you don't boil the ocean and that you start with those you know, small projects, you know, POCs, show value, iterate, learn based on your experience, successes and failures, and move on to bigger things. Um, AI is definitely um, a technology that you need to uh, you know, train and, and nurture. So you know, iterate, don't be... F- don't be afraid to fail uh, and learn from uh, your past experience and use that as a way to move on and do you know, uh, better and greater things. So, Nico, before you head off today and make sure you get your AI hero cape back from Steve, because I heard he stole it earlier on, but I have... <laughs> I've sure got it in my it suitcase. Um, I have a really, really important question to ask <laughs> you. Um, are you ready? Okay. I am. Out of all the amazing services that we have on IBM Cloud today, what's your favorite AI service or favorites? Oh, that's that's a tough you one. You said you're an architect, um, so we said we'll get technical. <laughs> I, 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 I am, and I, and I get to use you know a lot of them on a regular basis. Uh, I think the one that I like the most, uh, just because the way it's... It's really useful to mm-hmm. to our customers is Watson Conversation. Uh, it's something you can just you know spin up and you know build a virtual agent with in a matter of you know hours, and it's it's really um, feel, it feels great when you can demo live to a customer you know how to build a virtual agent, and it just you know like works right there. Uh, obviously, you know a larger system, a larger you know more complex virtual agent will take time you know like to build and test and all that but you're able to like spin it up and use it you know very quickly um i'll give a shout out to two other ones uh which are watson discovery and natural language understanding uh, which i think are really key components of unlocking uh insights uh and value out of your unstructured you know data I think I have a vision of you, Nico, standing there talking about Watson conversation, and then bam, you pull these other two services from your back pocket and say, "Have I got a service for you?" Love it. <laughs> it's in his cape. I, I, I have Brilliant. my laptop ready Nico, to roll. Super, uh, super, super information we got from you today. Thank you so much. And and for myself and Steve, it's actually kind of nice to see that of from course. the outside we get to kind of make sure that the IBM hat that we're wearing on a regular basis is actually still in sync with what's going on with the rest of the world. And from what you're telling us, we're all on the same page and I guess working in harmony towards one goal, really, we're at the start of the AI race, which is fantastic. But my friend, thank you so much again for coming on the show. It was great to have you. Yeah, thanks for having me. And guys, myself and Steve, as always, thanks to Mill for joining in. See you next time on the IBM Cloud Podcast.